0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill,
2: the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com
5: or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. The magic of Tommy DeVito is real. It's strong. So before we go over the... DeVito storylines, okay? When I say DeVito storylines, well, I, I'm, I say twins excluded, okay? Don't bring up any stupid movie jokes. There's a lot of Tommy DeVito storylines. Number is, one. <laughs> Rich is dead set on backups, because essentially he's a backup. We yeah. know he's a starter now, but he's a backup quarterback. But what makes him awesome is is the lightning in the bottle, all these elements that are happening at yeah. once the cutlets, the, the storylines, his family, the, the agent H. now. Backups need a gimmick, and Rich's whole stance is that what makes him extra popular is the gimmick, and people are buying into it. Well, if he was just Tommy Johnson, you know, no one would really care. The fact that he's Tommy DeVito in Jersey in front of that crowd
2: is what matters, and he's leaning into it—the celebration of putting the fingers up like, oh, like he's uh, calling for some uh, prosciutto. Yeah. Can I get some fresh mozzarella? Like the the hand signals, the agent, all the things you said, build into the gimmick, and I well the cut. I'd say Tommy Cutlets, the nickname, yeah. is the main part of the gimmick right now because
5: it really sells the personality and what he's all about. And he's just, all about you know being a
2: mama's boy and growing up Italian, you know, in New Jersey. The coincidence of it is that before he was Tommy Cutlets. I took it back to my East Coast roots, and I started doing chicken cutlets every Thursday with my kids. And it, you remember that conversation we talked about, hey, do people around the country know chicken cutlets? And Danny, I brought you in a chicken cutlet sandwich, and you're like, oh, man, this is good. Yeah, <laughs>
4: was really good. But, I, yeah, we didn't get to grow up on that here on the West dude, Coast. Dude, it,
2: it's such an East Coast thing. Spot, Cavino. all of us, if you grew up on the East Coast, mom, at least once a week, no fail, at made least. chicken cutlets. My favorite.
5: And some mashed potatoes and corn, maybe some
2: some ZD on the side or something. You know, a little pasta yeah, the, action. You can make chicken cutlets mainstream with like corn and mashed potatoes.
6: Yeah, with Some tater tots or something. Or you can make, make it, it with anything.
2: Or you can lean it Italian and go like a little more parm style. Yes, exactly. Anyway, enough of the cutlets, but the point but is. That's part of the gimmick. Yeah, Rich. the point is the gimmick. A and back, we, hold up, on. We say gimmick loosely too, though, because. It's really him. He's a Jersey
5: kid, and these are kids that we grew up with. So when I see Tommy DeVito, I think, hey, that's a kid I could have went to high school with. That's a neighbor. That's a friend of mine. I know that kid. I know his family. I know the people that's cheering for him. I get it. So when I say gimmick, I say gimmick loosely. I say, oh, when he leans into the Italian-American soprano style of vibe, I think that's very real, but it's also very gimmicky for it, the outsider. It's looking real in. and
2: gimmicky. The example would be, I have an ex-girlfriend whose brother would dress like Tommy DeVito's agent at a wedding. And it wasn't in irony. It was like, that's how, oh, I'm going to a wedding, i wear my yeah. black suit and my fedora. The, earnestness. It's earnest. Uh, so, it, yeah. so you look at this and you say, does a backup quarterback succeed with these two things? A gimmick and vibe and mild success. I feel like there's so many backup quarterbacks, like, and I don't want to drag him because he's had a pretty good NFL career, but I said to you last night when we were chatting, I said, I got like Brian Hoyer has been around the league for years, like probably one of the more reputable backups of the last decade or so there's guys, but you don't know a thing about boring
5: as no fun gimmick and therefore boring. I think it just adds to the, throw this guy in there. it, it, It adds to that spark plug element that you want from your backup,
2: right? And and I would uh, say
5: Minshew Mania would be a, a, a really great example that comes to mind right away. Like, he's really good, but the gimmicky stuff, that WWF sort of attitude about him and persona is what really gets you fired up about him. So it makes him a star even though he's a backup quarterback. And that's not to take away from him. I just feel like that's what it adds and i feel like a lot of these backup dudes need that wwe sort of element to elevate
2: them in these in these moments that there there's some people that have a buzz about them i don't know if it's that they're locker room guys combined with they're just alpha men gardner minchu Minshew mania the you need, mustache yeah, you need the, the nickname bullet. you need the look you need the the story right i mean like i will just pick a random team the buffalo bills like Kyle Allen, Blaine Gabbard is a backup. Like, think of the backups over the years that they're just a typical, uh, I'll be honest, like a typical nerdy 25-year-old white guy name. Mm -hmm. Blaine Gabbard, Ryan Hoyer. And, again, those guys have accomplished. What kind of name is Blaine? They've accomplished way more than I have. It's not a name. That's an appliance. But, like, think of, like, Think of the names over the years: Mike White, like God, Mike Boring, like could have been, like Chlorophyll, more like Borophyll. I'm just saying, Tommy DeVito comes in with an automatic, right?
5: Oh, and and like you said, you yeah, need all of these. The fact if he was Tommy DeVito, here's the question: If he was Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets playing for backup for Carolina or something like that, it wouldn't hit as hard. It just wouldn't. It's the fact that he's playing for the New York Football Giants that makes it even better. Like, man, this is what's working right now. And you have to imagine, someone said this on our Patreon today. We do a Patreon every day, Covino and Rich, Monday through Thursday, if you want to check it out. If not, you're missing out. A little uncensored version of our show. Yeah, one of our listeners was like, how do you think Zach Wilson feels where the backup dude is getting all this love and all this clout? Meanwhile, Zach Wilson played his ass off this weekend. I don't even think we talked about it yesterday.
2: Did we? Maybe we
5: mentioned it. It didn't
2: even crack our things that made us go, hmm. It really didn't. And he had a game. I, I I have a random thought, a question, and we have all our things that add to the Tommy DeVito story. But
5: before you do that, What we're saying, Fox Sports Radio Nation, is, yeah, he's good, and, yeah, there's all these storylines, but having the gimmick and having all these elements and playing where he's playing, having a nickname that sticks is also part of the formula. So we're saying backups need a gimmick. Backups need a good nickname because that's going to get you fired up when they enter like, the game. Yeah. It's almost like that. Bench, Otherwise, it's almost like, oh. uh, it's
2: almost like that bench player in the NBA or Major League Baseball that you want to get in the game because you're sort of like them, like Super Joe McEwing or like I'm sure there's Yankees you can think of or like well you, it, you know, know it, fan it, favorites. We tied it into to
5: wrestling before. Yeah. What made the jobbers so weak is that they had no gimmick and they were boring. It's like Barry Horowitz. And like got, they're just Barry Horowitz. Who cares about that guy? Jim Roma. Right, no one cares. There's no gimmick, there's no cool name, therefore nobody cares, and you know that guy's going to lose. And that's how you feel when the second-string
2: quarterback comes in, and maybe he's good, but it's just always better with the gimmick and the nickname. It could be, honestly, something as ridiculous as a mustache. Yeah. Minshew owned it. And, again, it's about leaning into it and delivering. Like Rich said to start this,
5: you have to be pretty good, too. You have to come in with a little fire, too. Um, then again, Heineke didn't have a cool nickname, but I think his name itself stood out.
2: It did and and he seemed like a like a very like a blue collar type of guy. And they, you know what there was something to be said about a a boring guy that got a nickname and people rolled with it. There's nothing exciting at all about Nick Falls. But when you call him Big Nick, <laughs> no, then all of right. a sudden it's like, yeah, he's got some swag. No, you're like, right. The Philadelphia fans force
5: swag in, on Nick Foles. He's a Goonberger, but a winner who is worthy of a cool nickname to get you fired up about it. There so he again, is. Big Nick.
2: Backups need a gimmick or a good nickname; otherwise, it's just boring. Yeah. Um, let me pose a question that you might think is redonkulous you might think is the stupid question of the day. And then we'll go over all the layers of this from the food to Brian Dable to his agent to everything you saw over the last 24 hours. I know Profet has thoughts as well. Something called the Shohei Ohtani effect. We're we're going to get to Ohtani, Mahomes, a bunch of crap today. Now, uh, it sounds silly, but let's say we're one year removed from Daniel Jones getting all that money. If this was last year, Would the Giants be reconsidering the commitment to Daniel Jones? I'm not saying Tommy DeVito's the answer, but do you think think Daniel Jones got that money perfectly timed for himself?
4: I think you already know the answer to your question.
2: Like, the fans are so behind this guy, and I get it. He's beat a couple mediocre teams. He got crushed by the Cowboys and then got hot, right? But I really think you ask a bunch of dudes in Jersey and New York, hey, who's your guy? I don't think anyone's saying really anxious for Daniel Jones. You
5: want proof? The (laughs) proof is in the stats of how many jerseys are being sold for this guy. (laughs) I don't think people are pumped to be rocking Jones jerseys. They're going out to buy Devito jerseys. I think that's part of it too. Like, you know, uh, Colin Cowherd said this always stuck with me. He said something about stars, stars (laughs) stars attract other stars. He said the quarterback needs to match the city. You know, players that.
2: The city could get behind. Oh, you know what else Colin said? The Dolphins are like a spray tan. <laughs> did he? Looks great at first, but it wears off. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said today. Oh wow, <laughs> star. No man, Daniel Jones, he's in a bad
5: situation moving forward. When you think about, yeah, they'll put him back in, and he has all the potential in the world. I mean, he they, also had every opportunity in the world, and he has a losing record. Well, they, they he, they, and what they, happens they when he starts him. slipping? Yeah, and
2: and, and, be, and uh, the fans are cheering for DeVito to come cut, in. Let's cut, Exactly, Litz, what cut. happens then? <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. I do want to talk about the Dolphins a little bit later because there, there's there's some that are saying, while well, explosive and fun to watch, are they this year's Fugazi team? Some people are saying maybe that's the Lions. Who knows? Well, maybe it's the maybe Eagles. Maybe it's the Eagles, I'm, yeah. But I'm saying every year there's a team that... Ooh, as, Fred gave me the, the side eye when I said Lions. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about what team might be... Uh, a little fugazi, a little fake. So we'll get to that. But let's go to Bruno in Brooklyn. Bruno, what's up, buddy? Hey, Bruno.
5: Gentlemen, good afternoon, good evening. Hey, I just want to say that the
3: wildest thing is this. As a Jet fan, you root against the Giants. As a Mets fan... Uh, I root against the Yankees, but I got to tell you what happened last night, man. I'm watching that game, and I did something I've never done, and I was rooting for the Giants because of the cutlets. I was actually <laughs> hoping. Yo, Bruno I'm a, a I'm a, I'm a,
2: Bruno, I'm a Mets fan. I rooted for the Yankees once in my life after 9-11, yeah. and they lost. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah.
5: Absolutely. No, Absolutely, dude, man. man.
2: Dude, I'm not a, a Giants fan. A, my family members are
5: Giants fans. I'm from Again, I'm from yeah. Jersey, uh, but I grew up you know, watching the Giants – Man, I was totally captivated last night. So invested. Again, Perfect so invested, he bought a jersey immediately after. If it sounds like we're fanboying and and again prisoners of the moment, fine. Yeah, so be it, it. So be it. You know that's what linsanity was all about. Linsanity was two weeks. This guy has three wins. In a, three wins in a row, right? Did, say, was, did someone By the say way, last you,
2: night uh, during the broadcast did they say that uh, Tommy DeVito has stolen Taylor Swift and the Travis Kelsey Thunder. You know what? Uh, Uh, (laughs) Two dollars. I'll I'll take it, Danny. You mentioned
5: Daniel Jones (laughs) and what happens and all the money invested in in Daniel Jones. Look, I get it. That's going to be a situation. That's his gig. But he's three. He's one in five. Look, DeVito as a starter, three in one. Record with Jones as a starter, one in five. So...
2: You I, could see why I, I everybody's think, getting behind this I guy. I think uh, Perfette said it before, and a caller did as well. It's a great story in that his come up, he wasn't, you know, Tommy DeVito wasn't the quarterback at Ohio State or Alabama or FSU or some big school. He, you know, the guy came up the ranks in a more humble, modest way. He played, a, you know, he did play in the championship in Jersey. Everything about the story fits the narrative perfectly. If he finds himself a backup job in the NFL, that is a victory of all
5: victories. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the key. And you know what, Rich? I think that's part of the reason why he's succeeding. You're playing with house money. You got nothing to lose. Again, why he felt composed uh, during that last drive of the game. It's just fun to watch. Let's go to the phones again. Dan, Washington,
2: you're on, buddy.
6: Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, DeVito owes Jordan Love a giant box of cannolis if he hadn't crapped his pants during that game, it, the narrative would be a lot different today.
2: Yeah, you know that it's always part of the, the, the narrative is always of the other side too. But you're right, Jordan Love. Just when we thought this guy had put it together, he had a couple of rough moments. Two two possessions in a row, Jordan Love sort of gave away that game. You know, who also owes, owes him some cannolis, Saquon Barkley. Yep, we could have been talking about that fumble being the deciding factor in that game, which I we were talking about before the show. I don't even know. I guess by the rules that is a fumble, but it's so ticky tack. Yeah, I, on I was on. A, I was unclear. I, I, I'm not too cool to admit it. I was unclear on the fumble rule in that case because it so infrequently happens. However, does a running back fall untouched, mm-hmm. not giving himself up yet, somehow the ground causes it wasn't the fumble. touched. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Uh, Lewis in Fresno, you're on with Kavino on Rich. Hey, Lewis.
4: Good question. Yo, what's gonna happen when Jones comes back? as quarterback for the Giants, and your boy DeVito was wearing number 15, Hostetler's number. Come on, guys.
5: You know, uh, I think it was Aikman. Or no, was it Buck or Aikman said it looked like Hostetler running out there last night mm-hmm. with the old school 15 on. Um, I think, Daniel, it's his gig to to lose. He's got all the potential in the world, but what he doesn't have, it seems, it seems like the team, not only the fans, but the team is rallying around this kid. The team needs to rally around Daniel Jones the way they're
2: rallying around DeVito. You know, you know what it also proves that in any sport, in any job in life, I mean relationships, anything anything applies to this. You you have the opportunity to win people over. It's all, you know, like you gotta you gotta take with what you're given and make the most of it. Daniel Jones, right? I mean, the guy got a ton of money. Tommy DeVito, this guy never thought this would ever happen. He's rolling with the punches, and he's making the most of it. And then it makes you wonder, how many people just haven't got their moment? Right?
5: I mean, that was the storyline with Brock Purdy, for sure. Yeah. Give the guy a chance. Look what he did. And let's wrap it up with Matt from SoCal. What's up, Matt? Tommy Cutlets, you're on the show.
3: <laughs> What's up, guys? Man, I love you guys' this show. Thanks, buddy. It's, I mean... It's natural content backed by sincere BS. Um, And real quick, write that down, our new
2: slogan. Our new
3: slogan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Barry Horowitz did have kind of a gimmick. Remember, he used to like kind of pat himself on the back? Yeah. And he had like a hand had a handprint on the back of his t-shirt um anyway anyway <laughs> coming from socal i love this like this this like you say gimmick or whatever it is I, it brings me to i hate to sidetrack it to two snl skits by bill Hader. that that jeopardy type game show when he goes oh and then when bill hater is vinnie viderci at uh, the uh, the italian movie host yes i mean i, I, mean, I absolutely love it, man Just keep up the good work guys
5: yeah it's it's, it's a very fun story and there's other story lines
3: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
2: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
5: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
2: Go to show for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and & Will, and again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com crshow CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com crshow CR show.
5: The Shohei Ohtani effect is real.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. That's where we're heading right now.
5: On Sunday, StubHub ticket prices for the Dodgers home opener and Ohtani's debut with LA started at $431 for standing room only. Tickets with actual seats were as high as nine thousand eight hundred and ninety-three dollars in the dugout club.
2: You know, this guy so, played like an hour away for the last like decade almost, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> the last five plus years he yeah, was just about being
4: in, there for the for the home opener. Yeah, and I was gonna say in rush hour, it's three hours to get to Anaheim.
2: That is true. That is true. A nine hundred dollar ticket
5: for Shohei Otani's Dodgers debut does not include actual seats; only standing room. So, overpriced seats overpriced doyer dogs, overpriced everything. Now, Rich kept saying, and everybody, there's a lot of people saying, like, why do you care how much money they're spending for this guy? You're not paying for it. But in reality, maybe you not personally if you're not going to the game, but the fans are paying for it. They will be paying for it. These ticket prices show that you're going to be paying for it. Mm. And, you know, whether you're buying them aftermarket on StubHub or whatever, you're going to be paying a lot more than you normally would have because of Shohei Ohtani, and that's the price you pay to win. That's fine. Look, I get it. You wouldn't trade it, but prices of everything are going to go
2: up. Four million people live in the Los Angeles area. Not many people go to the games all the time, right? You got a lot of diehard Dodgers I mean, Danny fans. G would go a lot more than he does. You you, say, you said yesterday that the, the
5: prices have kept you home.
4: Yeah. I went to opening night, I want to say three seasons ago, and for a family of five, it cost us $950 Psst, oh, for the night. Picture
5: that. No Ooh. way.
4: And that's not even including the
5: uh, – uh, the Doyer dog and the helmet and the ice cream and any no, that of that. That was stuff. the
4: food. That was the tickets, the parking and the food. Oh, and yeah. the food, man.
2: Yeah. But then he had to split the ice cream and the helmet. He's yeah. Like, yeah
4: <laughs> that was only one ice cream.
2: Too now, much man. dairy. He doesn't want too yeah, much dairy. Yeah, it was only one drink, too. Um didn't even get a buzz. I, I, let me tell you. I have I have a thought on this, and it's probably an unpopular sentiment, but I just gotta be real with you guys. If you want to go to Dodgers games and the prices are expensive. Maybe you just need to work harder. Maybe you need, but, but you're in,
5: in the same breath saying that actual fans, hardcore fans
2: who just can't afford it, are just not welcome then, or because nah. you can't, because you can't. If you can't the afford price. the tickets, don't go, or work harder. Because I promise you, the stands will be filled. And uh, I'll give you an analogy. Yeah, but what happens?
5: It changes. This always happens. Anytime you talk about high ticket prices or who's sitting in the front row for big playoff games and World Series games, it's always the the, the not-hardcore fans. It's the casual fan who just happens to have money. And then that takes away from the fandom and the atmosphere of the stadium. Yeah, this happened with the Yankees, right? You of lost course. all the
6: bleacher creatures.
5: Now you
2: got guys going up there who are getting sushi. Corporate seats. Innings. Yeah, no. exactly. You I'll get, tell you what. You get those uh, douchey sushi fans. Listen. I do love sushi, though. Uh, no, as, but you're right. As do I. But at a ball game wearing a suit, I know what you're saying. The guy's wearing suits, uh, you know, eating sushi. Doesn't have the same vibe and as then the And that becomes a storyline, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a big day here. I'm just saying, hey, if you want to go see the best player in baseball, guess what? You're going to have to pay. Work harder or don't complain. Look at it this way. Do you want Seth Lugo? Seth Lugo just signed with the Royals three years, $45 million. He's a decent pitcher. Seth Lugo was on the Mets back of the day, was on the Padres. If you want Seth Lugo, hey, your tickets are going to be 40 bucks, and you go buy a hot dog and a beer. If you want to see Shohei Otani and the 400- Los Angeles Dodgers, you know what it's like? If you want to date some frumpy, mediocre girl, you could take her to you could take her anywhere. You could take her to the hot dog stand. But you realize what you're saying, right? You know, you want to date. You want to date, date. a hot girl. You're going to Nobu. You're going to Mastro Steakhouse. Why, cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I'm okay with cheesecake. <laughs> I that lister that list a month ago bothered me. I like cheesecake. But you like we're making it seem like what do you rather have? Do you rather have mediocre players and cheap tickets, or do you rather have the biggest star in the game and pay a little more? I I do you want to go see Hamilton with Lin Manuel Miranda and pay 500 bucks? Or do you want to go see an off-Broadway show that no one gives a crap about for $10? Um, I think what
5: you're saying leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. I'm just being real. I don't, I don't, but I mean, guess I'm not trying to be rude but what real. the Dodgers are doing also leaves a bad taste in the fans' mouth. That usually go to the game. Of course they're pumped to have Otani. But no one's pumped to hear that you can't afford to come here anymore. No one's pumped, pumped to hear that. Of
2: course. It's like, a, it's like So, so know, the way- some people get priced at a neighborhood. Some people get priced at a school district. Listen, I'm not— Yeah, but no one wants I'm not, to be priced out of their— I'm not Daddy Stacks. I'm not Daddy Warbucks. There's places I can't afford. I'm just saying, if you— Do you rather your team not have the stars but be affordable, or do you want your— Okay, hold on. Be fair. Be fair. Yeah.
5: Are you aware that what you're saying may rub people the wrong way? Of course. Okay, so don't you think what the Dodgers are saying without saying it— could essentially be rubbing their hardcore fans the wrong way.
4: Well, let me ask you guys a quick question. Yeah. We don't know what the Dodgers are going to do inside yet with parking and concessions. True. To be fair, this is the secondary ticket market, which we could have another conversation about with concerts as well, because greedy people have kind of ruined buying concert tickets you know, when you can't get them directly from the source.
2: Without a doubt. There was there a was lawsuit. You don't and, think and, and, the Dodgers
4: are going to raise the prices of a Dyer dog, Well, though? I think they are. But the secondary ticket market is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's
5: exceptionally
4: ridiculous. I I want, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, before I complain about the Dodgers directly. I want to see what their prices are inside the stadium.
5: Indirectly,
4: but you're still
5: being phased out of the, of Dodger stadium. If you're out of a certain tax bracket and think of who the Dodgers fans are. It's not just Hollywood A-listers. Give me a break.
2: Who's going to pay that kind of money? Listen, I know. I'm just, I'm just, listen, I don't make the news. I'm just delivering it. All the headlines. I don't make monkeys. I just train him. I'm telling you all the headlines. Just got to, as Danny G pointed out, I want to make it very clear what the word is. Resale ticket prices. Yeah. The Dodgers haven't made any announcement on ticket prices. But what if I told you, what's a Dodger dog cost now? Because it's not cheap to begin with. What's a Dodger uh, dog $10. Let's say it's $10. Bucks. If I told you a Dodger dog is now eleven fifty, dollars we got to pay for Otani. Are you going to say... Well, yeah, I guess you know an extra dollar fifty. We got the best player in baseball. Or are you gonna be like, "Oh damn, Otani"? I'm okay with an extra dollar fifty. Yeah, but look, uh, I, don't, I don't have everybody else's budget either. I, everyone's on a different budget. Everyone's on a different pay scale. I get. Look, listen, dude, it's it's I feel different like different I, for everybody. I feel like I live a nice life, but I'm not flying first class. I see people flying first class. You know what I say? Eh, they must be working harder than me. They must be rich. It must be millionaires. I make a nice living, but I'm not flying on a little weekend guy's trip and spending a couple grand for first class. You know I, what I'm doing? I'm going to, I'm going to kayak or Priceline and trying to spend 300 bucks on I plane ticket. At this
5: as an indicator of what's to come and it's going to, it's going to wean out a lot of hardcore fans that should be the first ones in line to,
1: to be rooting for Otani. What's up, Dan Byer? What they should do is they should just charge $40 for Dodger Dogs in 2035. Like you know, for the next
3: yes. twelve
1: years, just keep it as it I is. But interest
3: yes. free, but then it all you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: Same deal with Otani's
2: deal. Call them, the yeah.
1: them defer dogs.
4: Yes, deferred. there you go. Perfect.
2: Works for me. Deferred, dogs. deferred your dogs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Gladly <laughs> pay you Wednesday for a hot for a Dodger dog today. Wow. <laughs> That's that hilarious, you know Dan. You're but, right. They should do. Yeah. That. That. The other way. I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but but I'm just trying to be real with you guys. Like again, if you want to date a hot chick, let's we'll take it back to your single days. If you meet a girl who's good looking, has a lot of things going on, you're, you're competing with another with a bunch of other men to win her over. The same way the Dodgers were competing with what? A bunch of other teams for Otani. Right? So if you want to impress this woman, you're going to take her somewhere nice. The Dodgers, they treated Otani very nice. And you know what? You don't take Otani to, a sh- to get street meat in a street cart. It's going to be <laughs> you know, a tough know, ticket
5: to know. get for sure. And again, the, the headline today is the Sho- Shohei Otani effect is real because the these are StubHub
4: ticket prices have skyrocketed. And, yeah. Cove, where Dodger some Dodger fans could get rubbed the wrong way are the ones who love to go drink there. If you've been to Dodger Stadium in the past few years, it is like the largest outdoor beer garden in the world. And now, like I want to say starting four or five seasons ago, for one beer, 20 bucks for, It's wild, yeah. Yeah, for a, like a deluxe beer, $22. The people that love to drink while they watch baseball, they're the ones that are going to be paying through the nose for maybe a $30 beer. Um, you know, and what I do like about this, though, Rich, instead of going there just to get drunk, at least the emphasis is let's see one of the best players on the planet play for our team. Yeah, and listen, and
5: it'll level off too. We
4: are talking about opening day to stay yeah. positive, uh, and,
5: yeah.
2: but uh, still, I'm, prices are gonna are gonna be real for high a while price. for the first few months yeah. of
4: him playing for the Dodgers for sure, if not the first couple of years. We just
2: can't ignore like economics and life and reality, which is you want nice things, you have to pay for them. You want you want to go out with good looking people, you have to go to nicer places. You want to get the best player in the league, you got you thing. This is called life, right? Yeah, but look at the trends. The more
5: prices go up the less young people are willing to go out you know we did this whole discussion on how younger people aren't going out anymore because they just simply don't have the money to spend on those sort of things
2: someone has money
5: yeah they're not in that like like i said before i doubt
2: those are the real fans that are like, really rooting for uh, the dot a great example of people say things like people are leaving california yeah they are but real estate keeps going up which means there's people that want to you know what I'm saying? Like, if now if, if they were saying tickets because of Otani are now double, but no one's buying them, people are buying them. So it's like Taylor Swift. You could you could have made those tickets five thousand dollars, and parents would have been like, "Okay, honey, we're taking we're, we're refinancing our mortgage so you could go to Taylor Swift." Let's play a game, shall we? <laughs>
3: Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac.
6: Sorry to interrupt, Mike. No disrespect. Patrick Mahomes here. It's Showtime Mahomes trivia. It's a Tyson Tuesday takeover. This is like, disrespectful. I, I no one even told me about this. I'm really sorry, Mike. You get the week off, Mike. Let's go. <laughs>
4: All right, happy Tuesday. This is a treat as security is walking happy our broke Mahomes. H- not happy for me what I mean studio. No, this
6: guy's talking about with
4: his buttery voice. Lots of questions for you this week, Bro. Worst Patrick. call I've
6: ever seen. Worst call. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. But actually, you know what? I really hate to see the game greatness ripped. From the referees, terrible call, worst call. At, you know what, guys? Actually, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about what happened, and uh, most of all, I'm sorry to Josh Allen because he didn't deserve that. But again, worst call I've ever seen. Uh, I'm really angry. I don't know if I'm angry at my receivers, or if I'm angry at the refs, or if I'm just angry for getting angry. Uh, and uh, you know what, guys? I'm really sorry. I'm sorry a, about what happened. Is this is an unofficial press conference. <laughs> sorry, it's I'm sorry. Serious. Sorry about what happened, guys. I'm just going, really angry.
4: Going back and forth like your win call, your win and loss. Call. And I'm, oh, I'm really geez. emotional
6: right now. And I apologize, Fox Sports Radio. Patrick Mahomes here. All
4: right, let's meet the contestants. I'm here. <laughs> 20-time winner Rich Davis. <laughs> What's up, buddy? 12-time champion Dan Bayer. Hey, six-time winner, Spotty Boy. Lucky number seven this week. And looking to win one of our last CNR Nerf footballs is Mario in Indio, California. Oh.
6: What's up, Mario? Yo! Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mario, I just want you to know if you win, I just might take it away. Because I love to, I, love, you know, greatness gets ruined every once in a while. Uh, Stop it. Uh, Not that I'm bitter or anything, that. I'm really sorry about what happened,
2: and, uh, Anyway, continue. Can I throw a flag on this game? Oh, Mahomes, I thought you said you can't. To quote you, Patrick, you said yeah, you can't do that. You can't be that way towards officials or anybody. Okay.
6: Uh, that's what I said today, but I'm still really mad about it. Okay. I just felt the need to make a public apology. All right. Land of the you raves. raves to, what Don't you? So need to apologize for Tony being outside.
4: <laughs> Mario, what do you do for a living there in India?
6: I work for Coca-Cola. Oh, oh. cool.
4: Here are are the rules for Showtime Mahomes NFL Trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question.
6: Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's get it on. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm here. Good to be here. I apologize to everybody. Uh Sorry for all my, uh, (laughs) sorry for all the emotional outbursts. But uh, okay, thank you, thank you. along with the refs, I hate pass rushers. <laughs> what defensive end knocked Joe Montana out of the 1990 NFL Championship game? Was it A. Leonard Marshall, B. Lawrence Taylor, or C. Pepper Johnson? Rich, Rich. Leonard Marshall. Yeah. He ruined the three
2: Pete Patrick. He ruined the three feet like possibilities. A setup for Rich. Yeah, I, I
1: felt so as well. Yeah, I'm yeah,
6: that's why this game's rigged. Yeah, why don't you give it to him, Danny G? Well, let's go to round two. <laughs> this Very is the angry. worst
1: officiated game I have ever
4: seen in my life. <laughs> A lot of don't. anger. So, yeah, it's A lot the don't it's get my worst
1: call ever.
6: Don't get my home started. Worst call ever. All right, all right. I wish uh, Tyreek Hill was still on the team to throw to. We all know he leads the league in receiving yards. Who is second behind the Cheetah? Is it A, Puka Nakua, B. C. D. Lamb, or A.J. Brown? Mario. 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 Who's that, Mario? Nakua. No.
2: Uh, you want a spot? You want a shot or you should so go I'm for the win? S- uh, spotty
4: boy. What was it? What was it Brown? CD C- or AJ? C- C- CD yep. Lamb or AJ Brown? Brown. I'm going to say Brown. Yes. Yeah. Spot gets on the board.
6: AJ Brown. Well, that's uh, what standing helps. 1,258 yards. Five yards ahead of Lamb right now as we speak. Close. It's right, bad you didn't have
4: those receivers, Patrick.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Too bad we didn't get. Uh, yeah. stop, stop. Too it. bad we didn't get that win. <laughs> I relax. All, All right. right.
4: Rich and Spot on the board.
6: Shout out Lamar Hunt. Now Davis, R.I.P. What year did the NFL AFL merger take effect? Oh. A 1968. B
2: 1970.
6: Or C 1972. Rich. Rich for the win. 68. No. Oh. Dan fire for the steal.
2: 70? Yes, sir. Oh, so, so was it right after Super Bowl 3? The,
1: well, they had played the,
4: the yeah. first
2: two Super Bowls. They just, agreed it on the-
1: it in 66. It took effect in 70. So it was the oh. AF, the AFL NFL Championship game wasn't that Super Bowl one originally? Or you know, that, that was that was. Uh,
2: I'll tell you what, that was good trickery because I, I thought the answer had to be whatever nineteen sixty thing he said. Because I'm like Super Bowl one was sixty <laughs> seven.
4: All right, that means Rich, Spot, and buyer all on the board as we moved around four.
6: I'm here, Patrick Mahomes. Which quarterback led the Patriots to their first Super Bowl appearance? A. Tom Brady. Steve Grogan, B, or C, Tony Eason. Rich. I mean, did Rich you want to tell me? Tony Eason. Yes.
2: 1985. 1985 season.
6: God. This kid's rigged. Super Bowl Shuffle Bears. Yeah. Congratulations. Rich gets the W. All right. <laughs> Wait, just kidding. The referee's do a flag. Just kidding. <laughs> Worst call ever. All right.
2: All right. Hey, uh, Mario. Just kidding. Dan
6: Byer wins. What does Mario,
2: yeah. Mario say? What does he say? He sells Coke? Coca-Cola. No okay. Oh
6: Soda. Coca-Cola. Soda. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I thought I
4: was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do there for Coca-Cola?
0: Don't
6: do drugs. Uh, merchandise stores.
4: Merchandise. Oh, for the stores. Okay, cool. All
2: right, yeah. Mario. We'll be uh, we'll be sending you the Nerf football. How about that, buddy? Merry Christmas, All right. Mario. All right.
6: Thank you guys. Thank you, Mario. And I just want to say to Fox Sports Radio Nation, really right. sorry for the outburst, <laughs> and uh, I'm really sorry to Josh Allen. I hope you guys accept my apology, and I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Later, guys. Worst call ever, guys. Worst call ever. Bye,
5: Patrick. Can we get someone else in next week? Man, Patrick Mahomes uh, (laughs) is. I I just saw Patrick Mahomes in the hallway.
2: He
6: was really, really emotional.
2: I know. Hey, Steve. What's going on, man? Uh, What's going on? Hey, you know, um, I I I wanted to ask you guys something as we speak about Mahomes, and it was nice to see him today. Showtime trivia. Did you hear his apology? Not the one on the show. The actual apology. No, he didn't say. He didn't say one time while he was here. No, oh but the actual apology? His actual apology. tape of
6: it yeah he did
2: apologize oh let's let's hear it then
6: i mean i care man i love it i love i love this game i love my teammates and i, I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win um but uh obviously can't can't do that i mean can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life um so i probably regret acting like that um but more than anything i mean i, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it
5: that's the very subdued, somber, apologetic Patrick Mahomes. As you heard on our show just moments ago, he's very fired up and emotional back and forth about what happened, but he did apologize. I like the apology to Josh Allen especially, because he really did have nothing to do with it. Do you accept his apology is the question?
2: I mean, why? What, this, it's not for me to accept. Yes, of course. Well, who, who's going to be mad at Pat Mahomes? When I say you, I don't mean you, Rich No, Davis. the collective you. Yeah. I, I, no, but I'm saying like, Get if you if you're mad at Mahomes because he got mad, you get a life. Wow. Dan Byer. time for an update. Wow. Let's go, buddy boy. Wow.
1: All right, guys, wow. uh, just some NBA stuff tonight. Suns take on the Warriors. There won't be Kevin Durant. Mavericks and Lakers. Luka Doncic is a go for Dallas. He was a question mark because of a lower back contusion, but he's going to play tonight. Another thing to pass along is that Kyrie Irving status uh, to return from his heel contusion up in the air. Head coach Jason Kidd said there is no Definite timetable for Kyrie to be back on the court.
0: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills.
3: Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Explore more stories like Shana's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich.
5: Traveling to see your favorite team this winter? You have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each graduate hotel is a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks,
2: nods to campus legends, school colors, mascots, you name it. Why would we stay anywhere else? Graduate hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, and all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduates' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. That's code C R Show at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. So go book your stay now at graduatehotels.com.
1: DeVito calls signals and takes the snap. Back to throw. Looks to his Right rolls to his right looking for someone on cover throws to the end zone touchdown giants isaiah hodges made the catch got the feed in what a throw by devito and tommy does the italian thing snap is good kick on its way end over and it is good and the giants have beaten the packers 24-22 what a win by the Giants. The DeVito family going crazy. Kansas City may have Taylor Swift for Jersey and New York. will take the DeVitos any day. Munja!
5: Oh. Oh. DeVito to Hodgins. Then the 37-yard field goal. That's courtesy of WFAN, Giants Radio Network. The Giants win 24-22. We talked about it first hour. Progressive play of the day. Now again, tomorrow, mid-week major here on the show. The biggest stories in the world of sports and pop culture. Are they mid-week or major? Join us and find out. We always have a good time on a Wednesday. And anything we don't get to today or tomorrow, overpromises our bonus podcast. Look it up. There's two new episodes from last week, episode 21 and 22 for your listening and viewing pleasures. Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page, Overpromised
2: with Covino and Rich, our bonus podcast. Check it out and enjoy. And like I said last hour, anything you ever miss on our Banda. show, anything you ever miss is available anytime. Just search the podcast. Right after the show, Danny G does a sweet job posting and editing a little best of and everything. So thank you, Danny G. Manja, um, when you played that clip from WFAN for the play of the day. Yeah. Giants Radio Network. Don't you always want to sing their jingle being that you were a New York kid? WFAN. That one? Yeah. had a good jingles. I, uh, now, I'm not one that loves power rankings. I'm really not. I think it's, I'm not saying it's Bad radio or TV, but I just feel like power rankings. How about they, power slaps? You like that? They, they they change week to week, and you know, it's all subjective. And, but but I, I did find it interesting. How about Power Rangers? You still a fan? Never was. <laughs> How about Power Wheels? Did you have one of those? I bad boys? did. Bow, bow, power Wheels. Remember doing the Power Hour in college where you did a shot of beer. The power every hours, for the man. Hour, man. Yeah, for the hour. Um, people do power rankings. I get it. It's part of football. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not a big fan. I don't hate it, but. As of right now, everyone from, let's just say, Colin to Stephen A to ESPN and Fox Sports, most people have the same few suspects up top, right? 49ers, Cowboys, Ravens, Eagles, right? You know, the usual suspects. People still letting the Chiefs hang in there because come playoff time, I, I don't care how mediocre the receivers have been. Come playoff time, you feel like Andy Reid and Mahomes and Kelsey, they'll, you also they'll find said a way yesterday, to yesterday,
5: even though Mahomes apologized, even here on the show, you said that that fire might inspire the
2: team to kick some serious ass yeah, moving well, forward. Yeah, well, what I said also yesterday, there, there have been plenty of 10 and 6 teams that have gone on to win Super Bowls and just... Like, maybe the referees you know, woke that team up. You don't, you know... Historically, it's not like four. You know, I'm, I'm talking about when they were 16 games. It's not like it was always a 14 and two or 13 and three team that has won the Super Bowl. Plenty of teams that were 10 and six, 11 and five that found the way in, struggled the times, but won the Super Bowl. There's a team in a lot of experts' top five to 10, and I just want to know if you think they belong because I saw it on Earl uh, Powell from ESPN back in the day. Harry Douglas, we worked with him a little bit. Colin, there's a lot of people and I'm noticing putting the Cleveland Browns at like number 5, 6 or 7 and do you think it's the sentiment that people are buying into hey if Flacco has the right people around him he's a veteran quarterback enough to lead a team that is so great defensively that and then you start thinking of the AFC and you're like well you know what outside of the Ravens and a questionable Chiefs team are are the Browns – and, you know, the sense of it also is that people think Miami, until they prove something, they're a little soft. They haven't really beaten any good teams. And Cleveland has beaten a lot of good teams. Danny G, you buying into the Cleveland Browns being a top 5 to 10 team in the NFL? That's – I don't think it's too far off. I, I think they're a solid team. You putting Cleveland at like 5, 6, or 7, though?
5: I'm going to have to look at it. I'm going to have to really think about I was, this. But, but saying, I don't like, think it's so far off the mark. You know, I, I, I think they're a solid team. Flacco is is just a nice little piece to fill in right now. I don't think he's going to hurt them in any serious way.
2: And the Rams are getting a lot of momentum, you know, from from people in the sports broadcasting world saying that you know, healthy with Cooper Cup, Stafford, and that team sort of healthy, they, they are now inching up as a better team to watch out for that can make a little late season surge. So, you know, let us know what you think at Covino and Rich. I the defense is great. I just don't know how all of a sudden. Deshaun Watson's down for the year, and people think Flacco could do it. I mean, he's done it before, but that was a decade ago. All right. Anything you missed, you can always catch. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good one. Goodbye.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.